Hello, I'm Darren. And I'm Tony. And welcome to Fiction Cast number eight. Number eight. Um, we weren't here last week, but it was bank holiday, so we were having a few drinky poos instead. Lots of drinks, lots of barbecues, indeed. But we doesn't mean we weren't busy. Um, Tony, drunk. <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting drunk. Um, what were you up to? Um, development really on Star Trek Genesis of the Borg. Okay. Um, things have come a lot further forward. Hopefully, we're actually pleased um, because we've made a decision. Yep. That we're going to actually release a five, ten minute sample or teaser of the beginning, really, of Star Trek Genesis of the Borg. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we get that done, we're writing the first few scenes now. And what we're going to do is going to put them together and give everybody a taste of what it's going to be like. And then you can just listen to that, and then you'll know, obviously, that uh, the reproduction is actually going ahead. And uh, obviously, we'll keep you up to date through the fiction cast of uh, how far we've got. Uh, it depends how long the project is, because we might end up saying, right, well, there's 10 minutes here, another 10 minutes further down the line, and then we'll see how cross that bridge we'll come to it if we decide, yeah, there's uh, a lot going on here. And um, if we decide to reach the in segments then uh, we might just do that. Yeah, I mean, we're throwing the majority of his time and efforts into this project. I mean, um, only this afternoon we spent, what was it, about an hour, an hour and a half on a Skype call, uh, just going through the final details of the first couple of scenes. Actually, it was just the first scene, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, but um, to be honest, uh, it's quite exciting, really. Uh, that first scene was very, very good, and I, I can't wait to, to get on with it now. Yes, I can't wait for your starring role as well. <laughs> um. Me, myself, I've been quite busy. Um, I've been trying to automate a lot of the things. Um, as you may or may not be aware, we've got quite a lot of feeds. Um, we've got the Nova B feed, we've got the Fiction Shed feed, we've also got the uh, Red War Forum feed. All those have their own feeds, and I'm trying to centralise them all. I'm trying to use the FictionShed.com site as the central hub for these, and I'm using a, a few little tools from WordPress to, to get all the information into this one place. So if, you, if you're a little bit confused and want to keep up with all the projects, uh, just keep an eye on the Fiction Shed feed, as that will import them all um, which it just makes life a little bit easier I am currently working on trying to get the feeds to update to the fan page on the uh, Facebook but I'm having a few difficulties so if there is any wizards out there um, please 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 drop me an email um, with a piece of software or, or whatever that can update the fan page excellent yeah there's a let's say it's quite we've turned into quite a complicated animal to be honest with lots of feeds from lots of different directions and lots of different projects. Talking about feeds and talking about projects, Novo B, um, we've got to say hello to a contributor, somebody who's uh, left a comment on the Nova Babylonia website. Ah, Eddie, yes. Yes, indeed, Eddie. Um, we're, we're not ones for sort of like dismissing people's comments. Whatever your point of view is, we welcome everybody's point of view, doesn't matter what it was. So yeah. if you want to leave a comment, fine. Um, Eddie left a comment to the... Um, post where we were just announcing really the stoppage um, or the pausing really of the Novo B production schedule Yep. Um, obviously to fit Genesis of the Borgin and other things and he didn't like it to say the least and he summed up his feelings in two sort words, of two words. <laughs> yeah two words uh, that stinks yeah we know yeah. we know we, we feel your pain um, we're more beta zoid than what we probably imagine we are, but we do understand 
how you feel. Um, yeah. It has been expressed by other people as well. It's not not going to get finished. It is going to get finished, or it's going to get at least another three, four more episodes out of it. We do yeah. understand that people do like it. Don't worry, it will be coming back. Um, what we're doing at the moment now is we're looking at a long format. Um, yeah. And this is where Genesis of the Borg is ideal, because Nova B was becoming a lot more complicated. So what we want to do is take a step back and work with a feature-length format. Now, yeah, yeah. This works better for us then we may just transpose Nova B into feature length size. So rather than you know 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes here and there, we may end up doing Nova B in a massive three, four hour lump. Yeah. I mean, what so, we, sorry, go on. Go on. No, no, it's fine. What we find what the problem was is the regularity of Nova B. People do like podcasts to be like on a weekly basis or at least a monthly basis. Um, I'm finding the same with Scottcast. I've moved that down to a fortnightly basis. I've, I've had quite a, a few nice emails su suggesting um, that the quality is improving, but they would really like to see it back on a weekly basis. Um, I'm trying to do everything that I can so we can get back to a weekly basis, which is why I'm trying to do all this automation um, and just kind of take the workload off me. Um, but uh, th that was the thing. I mean, uh, the the episodes were kind of sporadic. Um, you get one one month and then one the next month, then a two-month gap, then the next episode. Um, this is why we're looking at doing the one big lump. Um, so you get the entire story there, um, but only one chunk. Yeah, I mean, we'll have its advantages, obviously, because the the idea of get, you get everything all in one go, rather than it's worth the wait, rather than having, like Darren says, having to go bits and bats and uh, a, a little bit here and a little bit there. I know people really, really enjoyed it, so it's like, okay, cool. Um, let's see what uh, we can do. Yeah. Um, just on the automation front as well, um, what I've tried to do is... I've been looking at the websites, and me myself, I'm a, a, an iTouch, iPod Touch user. Um, I to am me, too. And also an iPhone user. It's definitely the way forward. Uh, so what I've done, I've made the front page of the Red Dwarf Forum and also Fiction Shed to be iPhone friendly. So if you browse those through that browser, uh, the, the Safari browser on those phones or the iPod Touches, it will change format into a more readable format. Um, I have tried doing this on the forum, but it hasn't worked as successful as I wanted it to. So I'm going uh, I'm going to spend this evening doing some changes on that. And fingers crossed, I'll get it, I'll get it running smooth. Yeah, I mean, the idea is we're always once for new technologies and new ways of delivering content. Yeah. Um, I think the idea really is, yes, it's okay having an iPod, iPhone, iTunes delivery system and a pod bean delivery system, which yeah. is great because you get the physical audio. But it'd be nice, obviously, to be able to browse the actual content, the other content that's there as well. I mean, these photographs on some of the Nova B uh, yeah. posts there of people actually in the middle of acting. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, there's all sorts of content that you may, if you don't actually go to the main website and you're listening to this through iTunes, you may not actually ever see. So it's nice to kind of have that available so you can just pop along on your mobile device, iPod or your iPhone, or even maybe some Windows mobiles want to be able to do it as well. Um, yeah, to be honest, it, it's configured um, to work with any mobile device now. I've, I've actually tried it on my Nokia. It worked fine. Yeah, shame on that. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's any sort of technologies or websites out there that you think, yeah, guys, just get on this one as well, you know, some kind of, 
YouTube site or something like that, just let us know. Drop us an email to podcast at fictionshed.com. Let us know. We're always open up to new avenues in which to sort of display and, uh, and provide this content. It's content for you guys out there. You love it. And uh, that's why we keep doing it. Mm. So, uh, yeah, anything. Just let us know. Podcast at fictionshed.com. Yeah. Um, over the last two weeks, I've looked at getting the the fiction, um, sorry, the Gildy server back up and running. Because um, I think we've decided now that we are going to go back and resurrect that. Um, but we are going to do it back in its true form, which was Machinima. Yeah, it's, it's going to be... I think now we've cracked down really on the audio side. Yeah. We want to explore that because we did a lot of Machinima with Vips. Yeah. And with Gildy's, it doesn't really work as an audio podcast. And we, we're going to give it a go. I don't know how long it's going to take to produce, so we can't give any firm dates or even any prospective dates of when and how this thing will come out. Um, we may actually get round to trying it and then saying just too much. That's what happened with us last time. There wasn't enough, but I think now we've moved to a sufficient level where, I mean, I've got a couple of machines here. Darren's got three, four machines down there, so we might be able to squeeze it in and do it. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll give it a go. Uh, any test renders or anything we might even throw up onto the Fiction Shed site as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but this is just a point to, like, um, the comment that Eddie made. Just because we've put a project on hold, it doesn't mean that that's the last you're ever going to see of it. It just means that we're going to concentrate our efforts onto um, higher-profile projects, uh, I guess probably the best way of putting it is. I wouldn't say higher-profile. I would say the things. there's a time and a place for everything. And I think the way we approach things, I mean, we're not... We're not kind of trained in this thing. I know I've got an audio engineering background and a music background and a technology background. You've got a technology background as well. But we've had no kind of formal training in in video editing, 3D graphics or anything like that. We're kind of like everybody else out there. We pick things up. We find an interest for it. And then obviously when we reach a limitation, we don't just turn around and say, right, that's it. We're not going to do that anymore because we've hit a brick wall. I mean, what we've done and what we've always said we do is we've just put things on hold. Or we put things to one side and we say, right, okay, we can't do that now, but there may come a time shortly when we'll be forced down that line or we'll discover a piece of software or we'll discover a technique where we can bring something back from limbo and to say, right, we've got the tools and we've got the equipment and we've got the experience now to actually do this. So we, we give it another go, which is what we're doing with Gildish. We're going to try and bring it in. And now we've got the equipment, because that was really the issue, was time and number of bods and number of machines to actually get it done. Yeah. And, and you know, to be honest, without saying, sounding unfair, now we've got four or five Macs available. It yeah. makes the process so much more easy because of the inbuilt rendering client. Yeah, sure. So that, that, that makes it easier. We've got a lot more equipment. Otherwise, I think way about when, um, it was literally there was only one, one rendering machine. Yeah. You know, and that's what made it. It's more easier now, I think. Yeah. And we're going to give it a go. If, however, um, we go through this, I think we should run a competition. Yeah, we need someone to do a female voice. Um, if anybody's listened to the audio of Gildis, um, if not, you can find it on the Fiction Shed feed on the Podbean site. Um, I the There's a scene at the end um, which needs basically a female voice. Um, yeah, we actually ran out of voice actors at that point, so I yeah. had to do it. Yeah, so if you'd like to be part of that, I mean, 
Um, I think, Tony, you still know the script off the top of your head. I do indeed. Um, so there's, there's three lines we need. Um, it is unfortunately only for a female, um, as we can do the male voices, well, just. <laughs> um, and well, for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, the three lines are as following. Okay, the three lines. All we want you to do is repeat these three lines, um, record them, send them in an email, and uh, what we'll do, we'll pick one person and say, yeah, you're great. And obviously, if some of you are really, really good, even it's a very tight decision, we've got other projects we can throw you in as well. But it's three oh, lines. Yeah. And the character is somebody who's really, really annoyed and, quite frankly, not having a good day. Yeah. So the following three lines are, well, excuse me. Drop dead, old man. Cretins. There you okay. go. Those okay. are the three lines. Three very simple lines, but that would be for the... Um, let, let's call it the remastering of episode one. So they'd be in there. Um, but obviously this character becomes a main character for future episodes. Indeed, we actually planned that... that same scene to kind of like get repeated in the beginning of episode two yeah and the character is it's a very very um very very um uptight i'd say yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say uptight i'd say more like um the anti-hero the malcontent kind of character and it's just like yeah whatever so yeah. if you've got that kind of thing hopefully that gives you some ideas and just do it just send it as in email it to podcast at fictionshed.com and uh, good luck and obviously if you if it's really tight and there's loads of fantastic people doing it, great, super. Um, we have probably some roles within Star Trek Genesis of the Borg yeah. and maybe some up-and-coming um, Nova B as well. So it's always great to see people who just want to provide a voice. If you're thinking, what do I need to do? Do I need to go to a music studio? Do I need to do this? No, no you don't. All you need is to make sure you've got a microphone, plug it into your, your PC or your Mac, and record it. Simple as that. So the three lines are, well, excuse me, drop dead, old man, cretins. Yeah. I, uh, that well. I mean, to be honest, if you, um, if you are looking to get a microphone, um, a decent headset mic, if you're looking about 40 quid region, will get you a very, very good mic. I mean, um, Andrew, who does the Scuttercast with me, before, um, no disrespect to him, but he knows himself. He sounded like he was underwater. He's gone out and spent 40 quid on a headset mic. I believe it was a creative one. And I've had a test call with him uh, literally 10 minutes ago. And the sound difference is amazing. There's no background noise. Um, I can hear the entire range of his, his voice. And it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So you should see the quality difference in the next episode. And that's 40 quid. That's all you need. I mean, I, this actually goes back way back to um, oh, when we were doing the first fiction casts. Yeah. We were on about what kind of level of um, sort of quality you can get. And I think you were just doing it with a, a basic PC and a basic mic. And I think yeah, from yeah. now, looking back at the level of quality and the difference you've got, just yeah. by investing a little bit of equipment, um, it's, yeah, there is a difference. Yeah, um, yeah. For instance, there's the Logitech Clear Chat Comfort headset, and that's about 25 quid. Um, yeah, it's 25 quid, and that's what my other half uses for our online and, gaming, and, that, and that's crystal clear. I mean, it's what um, Steve C. used to record his dialogue in episode right, okay. 7. Oh, right. 
So you okay. you don't have to spend a fortune. No, and the USB, which means you just plug it in and that's it, comes up as its own sound card. Yeah. I mean, there's other ones. There's the ClearChat Pro USB, which is probably the one Andy's gone for. That's about 35 quid. But it depends where you are, obviously. Look at your local uh, IT PC sort of uh, component retailer for that one. Loads of deals online. But yeah, it's really important. These Logitech ones, the headset ones are really good because they don't have any noise. They don't have any sound. Uh, you can get a big mixing desk and whatever and still get noise. And sometimes yeah. the older the equipment will generate more noise. So that's yeah. pretty good. So yeah, if you, if you want to be a part, don't forget it's podcast at fictionshed.com drop us a quick email um, don't forget to keep an eye on the fictionshed.com site that front page will give you the feeds from all projects so you'll see everything in there from the Nova B from the Scott cast and everything else that we release and any little snippets that aren't audio comments um, I think that's it for this week we'll be back next week we've got um, I've been thinking over the last two weeks and I've got many many things to say about the Fiction Shed project so there should be no reason why we can't do one a week. Ah, next week though. Ah, yes. Next week. Next week sees um, it sees a very interesting time for us. Uh, that fiction show. It's the first anniversary of Novel B. Ah, it will be to the day, I believe, on Sunday. I think it's to the day, yeah, on Sunday. Um, so what? Hopefully, I think what we'll do next week we'll do a review of. Maybe episode one. Yeah. And just okay. have, a, have a listen to it and have a breakdown of it and just see how things are and just sort of recap what we're doing. Anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, um, just as long as it's not bank holiday, which it's not. <laughs> and Darren stays off the beer. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Cheers. Bye. Bye.